Welcome to Classroom Room. This is episode four. And actually today I'm joined by my girlfriend, Katie. Hi. Oh my God. <laughs> At least you didn't do the stupid, what's up, What's you? up, you guys? I hate you. It's from another podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, so uh, Katie is actually uh, an actress, uh, so not a teacher, but uh, I think it'd be kind of fun to have her on. She's pretty big on podcasts. Are you subscribed to my podcast? Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. Uh, which reminds me, uh, if you are listening to this podcast and you have not rated and reviewed it, uh, please do that. It's going to really help me out. If you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have to plug these things if you want it to grow. Oh. If you're not growing, you're dying. Leave it in. No. Leave it all in. Anyway. Um, so first things first, I think it's pretty, especially because uh, Mary was going to do the Ditka Dash, but it got... Uh, oh, we're going to start rain. with Ditka. Oh, yeah, we are starting oh, the with, big stuff. with Ditka. Oh, my God. So uh, if you don't know about Mike Ditka, he recently, I don't know if it was for like a one of those Sunday morning shows before the actual games in the NFL, but Mike Ditka basically said the most ridiculous, idiotic thing in the world, which is sad because obviously uh, I'm a Bears fan. I like Mike Ditka, but he lost a lot of points because he claimed that <laughs> uh, because of the kneeling at the national anthem, uh, he was like, that's ridiculous because in the past 100 years, <laughs> if you want to do the math, that means you got to include the 1960s <laughs> and back, uh, basically saying that there hasn't been any oppression for 100 years. So I guess he just forgot, you know, about Malcolm X and it's Martin like, Luther King. It's objectively the dumbest racist thing i've ever heard yeah it's it's pretty crazy which i didn't realize that he was like there's no logic yeah it's just funny too because um if you don't know mike Ditka, he was the the coach of the 85 uh super bowl winning uh chicago bears uh i mean he coached before that and after that but anyways uh so he's kind of a big deal in chicago and so basically as uh a white guy in the united states who has probably had money for a very long time, you know, obviously as a player, then as a coach, he's making more money than the average guy, right? And so for him to say, and especially after winning the Super Bowl, I bet you the guy hasn't paid for a drink in at least three decades. So for him to say that, it's just kind of ridiculous, but the Deca Dash got canceled, which is kind of funny. Yeah, because first of all, it just started torrential downpouring. It looks like it's going to monsoon. It yeah. looks like it's 5 p.m. and it's 1. Oh, you can hear it. I wonder if they can hear them. Oh, that's kind of cool. Ooh, this it's is spooky. Because it's, oh my God, it's almost Halloween. It's a spooky podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I think they can hear that. I didn't look at the waves um, on the recording, but I bet you money they could hear that. So, uh, which reminds me, uh, I guess, well, actually, it is good that it's kind of raining because that's probably what cooled down our apartment. Because we've had some oh my God. issues with heating. Do you want to tell them about that? I'm so sick of talking about it because I've been arguing on the phone with people all week. Well, what what day did this start happening? Uh, I think three or four days ago. Three or four days ago, suddenly it was hotter than the pits of hell in this apartment. And we don't have the heat on because it's not cold. And we like I couldn't sleep. It was insane. I woke up in a pool of my own sweat. My whole t-shirt was just soaked through. It looked like I had been participated in a wet t-shirt contest. Like, it was insane. You literally woke me up because you woke up for four seconds and went, oh, it's hot as shit in here. And then you went right back to sleep. And you woke me up and I was like, what? 
And then what? you noticed. I couldn't, oh, I noticed I couldn't sleep that. at all then. I slept, I think I slept for like half an hour increments. I, I noticed before that. I just, I was like, I don't want to wake Katie up. It's a nice person. The heat was like making me nauseous. Yeah. Like it like made me feel like I was going to throw up. It was so, uh, what was it? Thursday night into, so it would have been Friday morning because it was like one or two in the morning. I woke up. It was super hot. Emailed the management company guy that I've been talking to. We're not going to plug that we're not gonna get ourselves <laughs> evicted from this uh but it was so hot i had to go into the living room and i decided to sleep on the couch so that we could actually i could actually get some sleep because i had to be at work to go to the school oh you're definitely gonna be oh able God, to this hear is so spooky. i know it is kind of cool we're talking about dark things like <laughs> the heat in the apartment but yeah i had to sleep in the living room right by where our air is because it's so hot in the room the the floor was literally like if you were to touch with your foot it felt like a blacktop in arizona in the summer like you couldn't stay on it for more than you know a second before it would hurt but they shut the heat off so that's good it was like but, melting our the stuff in our bathroom yeah i had to move um like you know like hair products and stuff like that toothpaste was like liquid gross <laughs> you didn't like that one no. <laughs> uh the soap and like shampoo and stuff in the shower would like but without even like squeezing the tube would just come out because it was <laughs> so damn hot uh but anyways that was gross i'm really excited to hear this now with all the the thunder and i know it's gonna sound so like i almost just said aesthetic that's not the word yeah no there's no what's, aesthetics what? <laughs> in the recording of audio what's the word i'm looking for see i'm really smart i went to a year and a half of college mm, so, so the joke i have a lot of knowledge the joke is all I needed. <laughs> whenever we get into like a like oh a my God. Ooh, this is gonna be a the good world episode. is ending oh my god please <laughs> uh, no. uh speak well, we should talk about mike pence next oh. no but uh the joke i always like to use if we get into like a bickerment or something like that bickerment. is a bickerment yeah like not a fight but like you're bickering about something um regardless of who's right or if it's just something that uh, we disagree on like this is what it is. No, it's this, and we go back and forth. One of us is obviously going to be wrong. So when we realize that, the joke is always, or if we can't figure something out between the two of us, so the joke, the, two of us. So the joke is, so between the two of us, with a bachelor's <laughs> and a master's degree. And Listen, I'm just so smart that I only needed a year and a half of college. Hey, degrees have nothing to do with intelligence. It takes a smart person to get those degrees, but it doesn't mean just because you don't have the degree doesn't mean that you are not an intelligent person like no, I, i'm a, i'm so smart i tell kids that all the time i'll be like you know you you clearly all have the intelligence in this room to go to college but i do not think every person in the world has to go to college you still yeah, need see, people like yeah like for me especially like acting like i can go to like a specific acting school and do specific acting classes as opposed to math while my major is acting like why, why, why would I need to know chemistry? Yeah. Like it doesn't make any well, sense. I mean, it's good to kind of have a general idea, but like I barely remember. When, when am I ever going to need I that? barely remember my biology from college. I didn't go to chemistry class. I just went for the tests. I almost asked you like, how did you graduate? And I stopped. <laughs> I got a 92 in the class. Hey. And I never went to a single one. Huh. Because all the PowerPoints were online. Nice. So why would I go? I had a few classes like that. I taught myself chemistry. Mm. It was hard. 
I even there was one time too, like there were some classes where I did that where I barely went in college. Uh, it didn't happen in grad school. I only missed like a few classes in grad school for like actual reasons. Uh, but I remember for this one, this one class in particular, uh, I was taking the final actually, uh, like at the end of the year. And I, for whatever reason, I knew all the content. Uh, I studied a little bit. I didn't really need to because I was going to the class all the time. But I was just kind of blanking on this exam. It was for a stats class, I remember. And yeah, I know. And I couldn't remember anything. And the fire alarm went off, actually. (laughs) And I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, And for whatever reason, when I came back in, I was like back on my game. It was like a 15-minute, ooh, the thunder. It was like a 15-minute break to have like the fire department come Someone clearly was not doing well on their final, went to the bathroom and pulled the fire alarm or something. Ooh, not isn't that really. like illegal though? Probably. That's my hunch. Maybe it actually went off. Maybe it was just a drill. But whatever the case, I got like a 94 on that final. There you go. Which wouldn't have happened. Like I had to change some answers when I came back. So I was like, why did you put that? And then I went back to the ones that I skipped and I was like, oh, how did you not know that? And it was great. Thank you, person. for breaking the law. <laughs> Thank you, fire. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I don't know. Should we go, should we go right into the, since the world is ending? <laughs> oh my God. It's really not that, that big of a deal. But, uh, Chris Leland, Oh, <laughs> hey, it's been a long week. <laughs> let me tell you. And we had, uh, a late night. We had Columbus day off. Uh, but Chris D'Elia, uh, he was talking about Mike Pence with the walkout, which is kind of funny because we were just talking about Mike Ditka. Uh, so many mics just being racist. Well, the Mike Ditka thing wasn't necessarily, or the well, not the Mike Ditka, the Mike Pence thing. Is Go on, cut racist. That out. Well, it's he it's, was. What else would it be if it wasn't clearly, racist? Clearly taking a knee. It's you know for uh, shedding light on the racism and injustice in the United States for black specifically people. police brutality. Right, uh, but I don't think that Mike Pence Mike Pence was more so focusing on the respect to the flag thing which you know no he wasn't would, it was all a publicity stunt no i agree he uh, doesn't first of all they do not respect veterans at all what are they doing for yeah, veterans well listen to what he uh what's his face said about John McCain with uh oh yeah POWs so they're, offensive they're literally kicking trans people out of the military for what is that still going? I I feel like I'm. Still yeah, behind. they're trying. Well, he's trying to. I mean, I hope it doesn't follow through. That's I mean, funny. not much has in this administration, but yeah. like we got so political, so bad. <laughs> Sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> that's my whole. That's half of my personality. <laughs> yeah, you'll fight people. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you disagree, but anyways. Um, but I'm right. So. <laughs> but it was funny because Crystalia, a little tangential on that. Um, cause Chris D'Elia, he was saying like, okay, so basically someone else told you, Hey, let's stage this walkout. Cause you knew they were going to take a knee. That's their only platform. Of course they're going to do it. Uh, which by the way, hundred percent support because free speech. Um, I don't think it's offensive. There's a lot of veterans that even support what guys like Colin Kaepernick started. And well, the now, reason he takes, cause he, Colin Kaepernick like started off setting. And then, yeah, then he switched to a knee because of that, like explain to him like what taking a knee means to veterans. Yeah. So he's because they they're they just don't do their research. Yeah. Obviously, because they don't know anything. Well, but anyways, 
Chris D'Elia was saying like, oh man, that's that's such like a, how did he, he was like, that's such a, like a wuss move to have someone say, hey, you should go and then walk out. Cause like his schedule was like, he had stuff that was like right after the game started mm-hmm. and right, um, right before the game ended. So like he clearly had stuff to do. The press was told, don't come in. Uh, but I just, honestly, the thing I thought was the most funny, uh, cause he's, he's right about that, but he was like, Mike Pence's hair, his fucking Lego ass looking hair. Which is so funny because if you do you know the Lego piece he's talking about with Mike Pence's hair? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. Like if you were gonna make a Lego Mike Pence for whatever reason. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> of Satan himself. It's so so funny. Oh, it looks just like Lego hair. Do you so. see the picture of him standing for the national anthem like with his hand on his chest and one of the people next to him isn't? Like, doesn't have their hand on their chest. See, I've, I've seen that. So some people put their hand on their chest. Some people will use their hat, and then they, like, cover up their chest as if it was their hand. Because but then there's... I've also seen people that they put their hands behind their back. Hmm. Well, like, when I was... Like, both? Like this? No, like, both hands behind their back. Like, when I was uh, back in the day playing high school football, and we did the national anthem, we, w- we were either told, uh, hold your helmet with your hands behind your back or put it on the ground and then put your hand over your heart. And I think I did both, but that's because we knew it wasn't um, like an offensive thing. This is before the, this was back in like the late 2000s. So <laughs> Before uh, the world started. Well, before there was an issue of, uh, well, I mean, the issue was there, but it was before there were these protests. Oh my God, there's really? a car alarm. Oh. Oh my God, people. This neighborhood right now. It's really getting on my nerves. But anyways. Um, so I thought this was kind of funny. I had uh, this one. And I told uh, you and Melanie. Shout out to Melanie. Shout out to Mary too. We were talking about her earlier with the Ditka Dash. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one student. So there is there is a cell phone policy at my school. It's kind of hard to you know, reinforce it. I've tried to just incorporate phones you know, in the classroom. Like with Pear Deck. Uh, pull everywhere things like that but other than that i I don't like when there's phones in there because they're not going to do the work they're not going to pay attention or they're going to get someone else distracted while they're also distracting whether it's another class or it's in this class but uh this one student this is like you know just before the passing period ends he comes in and he's like he's got his phone out and he's like say ball is life and i was like did you why no no but uh, ball is life hey ball is life man but <laughs> in teacher mode so i was just like no you could be in teacher mode away. and prove ball is life yeah well okay so actually oh oh this is actually a good segue too i didn't say ball is life i was like no put the phone away and this is actually a student that you know i have a very good teacher student relationship with uh so it was more of like a funny moment but just didn't want to do it because it didn't want him to get me on his camera saying something because then let's say anyone else saw it they were like hey uh why were you on some student's phone during school hours man because why else would a student be there if they weren't there in student hours but or uh school hours but no uh we actually we had our pep assembly i didn't even tell you about this oh my gosh we had our pep 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 peppity pep did they have a lot of pep skilly pop pop skilly pop pop uh what was your question did they have a lot of pep well, I have no idea who ran it. 
because it was very disorganized. I think if <coughs> ah, I'm dying. I think if one person uh, took the lead on it, because I don't think anyone had the lead on it, it would have gone much better. But what's funny about the pep assembly, uh, and like they were the dance team, like they danced and they were awesome. But I was only there for like the second half of it because uh, I was asked by uh, this one teacher that was organizing this one part of the pep assembly and by an admin, uh, my co-teacher and I, because we're, you know, two younger guys, you know, on the staff. And they were like, hey, because they sent an email out saying, who wants to do the student versus staff volleyball game? And I was like, you know, I could, but I don't feel like bringing in the athletic attire. I don't feel like getting sweaty at work before I even, because I was going to go to the gym after. I don't want to tire myself out. But we get kind of drafted anyways to do this. When was the pep assembly like at the end of the day? Yeah. So we had shortened periods and then the pep assembly was mm. at the end of the day. And uh, entire school was there, but it's a small school. So like the gym isn't even that big. But we get, you know, roped into doing this. Um, my co-teacher and I, and then we do a couple periods together. Other than that, I'm alone. But we get roped into it. Another teacher even went so far as like, because none of us were prepared because we didn't know we were going to be forced into doing the student staff game. So like one teacher, he's like, all right. So he had some khakis on. And so he cut them, oh. made them into shorts. Damn, ball is life. Though. Yeah. Well, remember that though. So this this man, really nice guy, his name is Joe. He even went so far as to cut his pants to make them into shorts so he could participate in this volleyball game. My co-teacher and I, uh, we went scavenging for shorts, didn't find any, but we did find, this is the good part, two pairs of, ready for this? I don't know. Girls pajama pants. So Ooh, we had to get, fit? we had to get the two XLs for them to fit. They didn't really fit right though, obviously. <laughs> So, uh, and they were, they were like these like plaid looking ones with like the school logo. And, uh, it was actually kind of funny too, because it was just the two of us wearing those. <laughs> but cut those. shouldn't you know, cause I don't <laughs> want to buy them. At least this way I can wash them and bring them back. But, uh, well, and the funny thing is, remember the one teacher cut his pants to make them into shorts. We were wearing our girls pajama pants acting as sweatpants for this student versus staff volleyball game. And it lasted a total of three minutes. Did you guys just crush so hard? Is that why? Well, that's <laughs> the thing though. We didn't even get into a groove. There were like literally like <laughs> two volleys, if even. Uh, so the final score after the three minutes was, was nothing. One, one to nothing teachers because like at like two fifty, I think school lets out, on those days at like 320 something a bunch of students in one section just decided we're gonna leave because we don't want to be a part of this uh so people had to go corral them some kids just got out because if they want to go ultimately they're gonna go but uh the game basically had to end there because it was like oh well is it we weren't sure what time it was cause we didn't have like our watches or our phones or anything like that because Oh, yeah, these sweatpants didn't have pockets. Yeah, because women's pants don't have pockets. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were, like, comfy, I'm not going to lie, because they were pajama material, but it was a little weird, I'm not going to lie. Uh, but, yeah, all the students just left, and so by the time they got some of them back into their seats, which at that point, I would have just been like, all right, clearly they're not invested, let's just yeah. 
Sunday. I mean, they have to be there for the entire school day, I guess. But so, yeah, we played for a total of like three minutes in this student versus staff volleyball game. It was probably the lamest game ever. Um, so I felt bad. I was like, Joe, you even cut your pants. He was like, yeah, you got to be shitting me after all this. It is. Well, what now it is, he though. has a pair of shorts, so it kind of worked true, out. <laughs> true, I guess. Of course, we're also in the month of October. You're going to rock some shorts in October. Just hey, put man, some tights whatever, underneath. Whatever floats your boat. He was really cool about it, though. Uh, my co-teacher and I, too, because like we had to, you know, in front of the entire school, wear these uh, <laughs> sweatpants. I, I, can't, I don't even want to say like the color of them because I don't want to like indicate my school. But not a very masculine uh, color, which I pink? don't care. But uh, they were not pink. I'll, I'll give you that. But that's all I'm going to say. What's the most masculine color? Like black? No. It's <laughs> uh, a not masculine color if it's well, not pink. Like, not that purple. Like, what? I'm not. I'm not gonna go into the color. I, I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna. I wanna keep my school anonymous. Go and cut that part, probably. Why? Unless it. I don't know. So uh, actually, no segue for this. But if you listen to episode two, which was called "Airdropped Porn," with uh, my friends Peter and Danielle. We, at one point, we're, talk- we're talking about Harry Wong's The First Days of School, which is all about, you're laughing at Harry Wong's yeah, name. Yeah. Oh, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I ask myself that all the time. You don't, okay, first of all, I asked him how old he was yesterday, okay. and he took like 15 seconds to think about well, it. Well, hey, sometimes I forget, because <laughs> it like, <laughs> my birthday just passed, you know, a few months ago, so it, it's an adjustment. It's like when... It's like a in, few months ago. It's like six months. Four. Four. Yeah, between the two of us. <laughs> I'm so smart. I only, I only need a year and a half to count. Yeah, no, that comeback is never as good as the joke itself. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. Um, well, it's like in January and February when like the year turns over and you're still writing the old year. It's the same thing, just with my age. It takes me a while. You see, what I do to counteract that is I say that like a month before my birthday, I start saying my new age. No, that's not how it works. That's how I work. <laughs> how would that so work? That just, how would that work then if you're trying to get like you're 15 and a half and you want to get your license at 16? I'm not saying it for like legal things. I'm uh, saying okay. it just so just I like I get used to it. Okay. Well, so you have that transitional period. I do not. So that's why I have to pause for a second and remember well you know what start this year no yeah well i'm already i already turned i can't i, I can't turned. change i can't change to the next one because then we're like no almost for the a next year. year you know you have a birthday every year right well, yeah so i can't do it this year i have to do it next year yeah that's what i just said to you you so, said so it, next time you said do it this year yeah like the next like no, that doesn't make sense <laughs> so much <laughs> anyways uh Oh, Harry Wong. God, <laughs> so mature, Katie. Um, it's funny. So that was in episode two that we were talking about that. And I had never read the book. I had heard of it. They had to kind of inform me like this is what it's about. But I actually, uh, on Friday, got, yeah, on Friday. Uh, the package had arrived a few days earlier, but I guess there was some delay time. But I was informed, hey, you got a package in the main office. And I was like, what? I don't ever, like, I haven't ordered anything. I never get packages here. I'm the new teacher here. That's weird. Uh, and I saw this package from, and I recognize the name. I won't say the last name for anonymity, uh, but it was Gary G. 
And I was like, oh my God, because I recognized the name instantly uh, because I had him in middle school. He was my, well, actually elementary and middle school, I'm pretty sure. He was my fifth and sixth grade band teacher. And I actually, I was in, ready for this? Are you going to be impressed by this? I was in honors band. Ooh, what's the difference? Uh, so you, they take like the, the best of the best. <laughs> what did they, you play? I played a mean clarinet. Oh, it was, it was bad. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was Squidward up in this. Well, bitch. But, but you had to for jazz band. You had to jazz band. <laughs> yeah, jazz band was the coolest one though. But jazz what band was you, it? You had to hey. The coolest okay, band hey. is still not cool. <laughs> Ouch. I was in band. I did drums though. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah it is actually well, cool. Well, but anyways, for jazz band, for honors band, I don't think we had to. I think we were just picked. We did not have to. So you had to be on honor roll or high honor, super honor roll. I don't remember. Super and honor you, roll. Yeah. Well, honors band. So What's you had to, super honor roll. Like a perfect GPA for that Ooh. semester. So or close to it. Probably like above three point seven five. Anyways. So jazz band, you had to actually audition with uh, the other Mr. G uh, <laughs> at my middle school. But Kenny G? Yeah, Kenny G. Okay. Yeah, that was his name. Yep. No. But uh, so he was, he also, he would be like the guest conductor for jazz band. I'm pretty sure he was at every rehearsal for honors band too. So I knew him for basically fifth grade all the way up through uh, eighth grade. Really cool guy. Uh, we had a really good relationship. Like he was like, I thought about switching to saxophone. He was like, Hey, borrow this one, uh, while you decide, which is really cool. Uh, he was, he was always like the cool guy. Like he used to drink fruit two O and he would always like blow into the, the mouth opening to make it like, like doot, doot. We, we always thought that was the coolest. <laughs> what, what did he make it do? Doot, doot. Yeah. And so that got us started on fruit two O cause it was delicious back then. Which also, one is that? I don't remember the brand. Is that, no, but like, what is it? Is that the thing in like, it's just in, it was just in a bottle, like it was a water bottle, but it was flavored. Oh, it's not one of those things that's in the jug and you have to like... No, 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 no. Well, I was really big into Aquafina Flavor Splash. Oh my <laughs> God. We used to even keep the old bottles because they still smelled really good. We would get rid of the caps and we would keep them in our lockers because our lockers would sometimes smell weird and we would put it in there. So it would just smell like artificial flavor. Sounds gross. Is yeah. gross, mm -hmm. but smelled delicious. Anyways. I don't like flavored water. It's gross. Dude, we went over this, yeah. Yeah. I liked it back then. I don't like it now. I want to try some flavor splash though, see if it's still good. <laughs> Anyways, uh so uh Mr. G, see this package. Uh I got really excited cuz I was like, "Oh my god, I wonder what this is. I have no idea." Uh, cuz uh we've been Facebook friends, but uh haven't really had a chance to to reach out or anything just cuz, you know, he's busy. Uh he's he's retired now. He's been traveling. Uh and then obviously I just started my job. But anyways, open up this package and he sent me Harry Wong's The First Days of School, which I think is the coolest thing ever uh, because that means he not only liked the the page, I sent out like a, a Facebook page to uh, friends of mine for this podcast, the Classroom Brew Facebook page, but that means he, he liked it, he listened to the podcast, maybe even subscribed. He heard us talking about it and then he even went forth and put the effort to because he knows who i am most listeners will not know who i am for anonymity but he like looked up uh, on my facebook what school i was at he sent the package to me this is the most thoughtful awesome thing ever and so 
uh, once we're done dealing with all this apartment stuff, uh, I, I sent in like a quick Facebook message like, hey, here's my number. Uh, let me know when's a good time to call. We're going to have to figure out a time to uh, catch up because that would be really cool. I wonder if I could even get him on the podcast. I was just going to say that. Oh, that would be so cool. Mr. G, if you're listening to this, uh, I know you're you're a little bit further uh, from Chicago, but we can always try to find a way to either meet halfway or anything. That would be awesome if you're on it. Now we, oh, now I feel bad because now I feel like I'm pressuring him into it. <laughs> There's no pressure, I promise. But yeah, that was easily the coolest thing that's happened uh, this year. It was, oh my God. It's serious. Like the more I even, I woke up today and I was like, I can't believe that happened still. Like, <laughs> that's so cool. Most thoughtful, awesome thing ever. So anyways, shout out to Mr. G. More hmm. thoughtful than Bala's life? More thoughtful than Bala's life. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's thoughtful. That is thoughtful. Anyways, that's seriously... That's so cool. I've never seen such a blank look <laughs> on Katie's it's face. It's been so long. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want... It's such a cool story. I didn't want to skip it. Um, I wanted to make sure, you know, that I got it in for this episode. I didn't say but anything. I know, but you were just... We, we like, took a pause. I, I'm going to edit it out for this episode. But I was like, is there anything that you wanted to talk about? Because I feel like I've been, you know, kind of dominating this episode the blankest <laughs> look ever. Oh, I'm trying to think of like something that stands out. <laughs> just nothing. We probably should have had a brainstorm session, yeah. but that's okay. Also, my brain doesn't work right now. Yeah, that's true. That happens. Well, okay. So anyways, we're, we're at like the half hour mark. So this is a good time to bring it up because this is probably my favorite thing from my school week. This was actually a week ago, really. But We've been having, we have some students that are still being added to our school roster. I think I told you this story, right? I didn't. I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't, you haven't told the story. Yet. That's I have no true, idea that's what true. it is. I didn't tell Melanie yet. Um, <laughs> we saw her at the bar and she was like, tell me, because I was like, this is such a good story. And I was like, oh, no, wait, I know you subscribe. Oh, so I'm going to save it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So they're still handing out student IDs. Uh, like they're, it, it, it costs money to print them. So they're doing them in bulk. So some students don't have their login information yet. So it, it's taking a while. And I found this one on the floor, and I've been picking them up if students are losing them because clearly it costs the school some money, and they're kind of important because every student has to have their ID on them. Uh, I'm not sure if they have to have them posted. I haven't really paid attention. But the picture on the student ID that you need to identify yourself, I have to have mine on at all times. Are you ready for this? The picture for this one student, and it's the same picture that's in Gradebook, which is also the same picture that's in their standardized testing folder that oh. all of the district sees, that the state sees, everybody. And the picture was a Snapchat filter with dog ears. What? I mean, that's a good filter. God, <laughs> what is what is happening? That is so stupid. Like we used like like yearbook pictures yeah that's you're, what they you're, use you're uh, an acceptable picture that's not from your snapchat and doesn't have a filter am i supposed to go around with dog ears and be like is this <laughs> looking you looking for someone is with this a... you i can't i don't even half of their face is covered yeah and it doesn't it... distort your eyes it it's makes your their... face slimmer it's on their id what the fuck i understand like letting students choose their own picture but like make it unfiltered yeah make it someone like recognizable yeah unfiltered and maybe a filter no no <laughs> no filter there's only one acceptable filter and that no you can't even black and white that's it it's the only good filter no you that's do, the worst filter. you do that one if you're sunburned and it helps 
You do that if someone dies. Black and white. Why'd you have to take it to that place? I'm going to take it there. The thunder stopped too. It's not spooky <laughs> anymore. Now it's just Stop real. It. Now it's just real. That's what you, when you, someone dies, you turn their picture black and white. I have black and white pictures. Like, yeah, uh, that's weird. It was like from a wedding. There was like a. Yeah, that's weird. Why did I say it like It's that? artistic. <laughs> black and white is artistic. I feel like as an actress, you would appreciate black and white. Like film noir. Oh my God. Yeah. They filmed the black and white because they had to. There was no. They color. do film noirs nowadays, like Sin City. Uh, yeah, it's stupid. I haven't seen the movie. Uh, no, uh, there was. They've been doing black and whites more recently too. They even did a what? silent film like six years ago or so, and it's actually about how silent film stars were losing their. The artist. Yeah, mm-hmm. really good, really cool use of sound in that movie too. I've never really, seen it. Oh, it's so good! You have to watch it. I watched that in a film and music class, which is a good class during my undergrad. An elective, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> was it good? No, I learned about like. Films. Music in film. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, no, I can't remember if it was it was uh, was the word eclectic or digestive music that you can like the characters can clearly hear versus music that only the audience can hear. And, like, we looked at, like, different mm. scenes and movies where, like, sometimes the opening intro music is for the audience to hear. But then to transition into the movie or into the scene, then it, like, shifts into, like, it's on the radio or it's in their headphones. Yeah. Uh, which I think is so cool. I love them to do that. But I, I can't remember the word for that. And I can't even look it up right now because I don't, I don't feel like it. Don't you still have that book? Yeah. Didn't I give it to you and then you left it? Yeah. But do <laughs> I still have that book? I don't know. Yeah, it's at your house. Oh, at my parents' house? Yeah. Hmm. It's a good book. You should read it. Hence why I gave it to you. Listen, I can't even come around to reading the books that I, like, I have a, the Tina Fey Bossy Pants. I've gotten 10 pages in and I just left it. Oh my God. I either read the whole thing at once or I part and then I never touch it again. Oh my God. Well, I can't really talk. I've been trying to read the autobiography of Malcolm X, but I've been so busy that I haven't actually taken a chance to to sit down the creepy oh my god not creepy kind of creepy so malcolm x's family was essentially most of them were you know killed by white supremacists you know whether it was you know the kkk or uh, i can't remember that one group but basically his family has all died at the hands of white people which is really sad and there's even a moment because the autobiography he's talking to alex haley who's his brother and his son, his son wrote the introduction, I think, or the preface. Uh, but that's his son's godfather, too. And there's this part where he's saying, basically, everyone in my family has died at the hands of a white man. And I, too, feel that someday I will die because of violence. And he did. Creepy. White people be crazy. White people be crazy. It's It's been good so far. I'm only, like, 20 pages in or so. Uh, but it's really... Like, if I could pick someone to meet historically probably be malcolm x like there's this one guy he's talking about it like when he's going to meet malcolm for the first time and like malcolm has to you know pick a spot in the restaurant they met at so he can see the door because he had to basically watch his back 100 percent of the time but apparently he was like a really intimidating man but like not in like a, a scary way just like a he has such a presence that you know you like have to respect him and he's intimidating in that way mm-hmm. yeah 
You did read that. You read that Anna Kendrick book, though. Mm-hmm. I read it in one sitting. All the way through. It was really good. I love her. She's funny. Well, like, what is in her book? I haven't read it. Um, It's a, a lot about how, she, like, her transition from, like, childhood, like, Broadway acting to, like, mainstream movies and, like, the period, like, in the middle where she was just broke in Los Angeles and then, like, random, like, Hollywood. Like, she talked about Twilight and her role in that. That was funny. She talked about how, like... Wait, she's in Twilight? Yeah. What? She's, she's like, um, Bella's friend in school. Like, not a vampire. Like, not even in it for a long time. You have to start somewhere, right? Well, that's a good place to start. Yeah, true. Depending on your outlook. In a, in a big <laughs> franchise movie and you oh, don't have God. to be a vampire? That sounds a little ideal. I can't. I, I have, I've seen parts of the first one. Never They're all terrible. The don't, don't watch them. I have no intention. Okay, good. A student asked me about that. <laughs> they're, Would they're, they ask you, Jacob or Edward? Yeah, 100%. No, they, were, they were talking about... I didn't read the damn. I know one's the werewolf. One's Nobody read Taylor it. Lautner and then Lautner, Lautner, Lautner. Sorry, Lautner. And then uh, what's the other guy's name? It's on the tip. Of my Robert tongue. Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Uh, no, some student asked something about Twilight, and my reaction was, "Oh, Twilight." And my co-teacher was in the room, and he was like, "Yeah, that's what I said." I was like, "Oh yeah." Nice. Kids are still obsessed with Twilight. I don't. Wasn't even... that when we were teenagers? No. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, oh either God, way, so long ago. either way, not my thing. I don't even know what the student was talking about with my co-teacher. I think she just kind of like, you know, wrote me in to be like, hey, what do you think? And I was like, no. Yeah, because it's you're a sane good. person with taste. It makes me think of Parks and Rec when Will Forte's character is trying to get. Which one's Will Forte? Um, He's the, the guy that at one point he shaved all his long hair and facial hair, and then he kept the other side the same. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that one, was it Nebraska? That one movie? I heard it's really good. Where his, his father like thinks he won the lottery, but he's actually, he has like dementia. I think um, that might be the plot. Don't quote me on that. I won't. Go I'm on. writing it down right now. <laughs> Your yeah. quote. Your quote. Um, anyway. So, uh, what were we talking about? Twilight. That's a Twilight. God, fucking Twilight. That gets you off task. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, so this was actually a short week for us because we had, uh, my entire district at least, we had Columbus Day off, which we're doing a trial on Columbus. It's going to take us three days, so we've got one day left, uh, which is probably... Do you talk about Columbus? Mm-hmm. Like what he actually did? So cool. I, I do a, a quick brainstorm on what they think about when they think about Columbus or when they hear the name Columbus. And that's when you hear, like, oh, he sailed the ocean blue in 1492. And uh, he met the Indians, discovered America. He thought he was going to India. I thought the world was round instead of flat, which really that wasn't the case. It was trying to find a more efficient route to India. Uh, but the, the goal, so I do that. Then I show this, it's a Mellow Tunes cartoon of Columbus. Which it, it like reinforces all of that. But then I pause it right when it shows his interactions with the Native Americans. <laughs> and I say, what do you guys think? And then sometimes they're like, what? And I was like, 
let me play this clip for you. And there's this one, it's like a newscasty thing, but like a web series. And it's talking about how like Columbus's men would use babies for dog food and they would stab people just to test the sharpness of their blades, things like that. And then they're all like, oh shit. They didn't know that. I know someone, Some Julia, didn't know he uh, raped and did all that mm. crazy stuff until like Columbus Day. She didn't know. That's a good time to do it. <laughs> That's why I did it. The Isn't week that after. crazy that, like, that like schools teach, like, I don't know nothing. They, that I don't know happened. if they do anymore though. I, I was taught like we had we did the Columbus Day activity. Like, Yay, he discovered America, and that's why we get a day off. I don't know if they do anymore though. I feel like they still do. I, I mean, if my students still think some of that, but there are also some students that they were like, wasn't he a murderer? Wasn't he a liar? So well, they, they also was... have the internet. They can just true. Read but stuff. who would actually, at their age, care enough to Google Christopher Columbus? I don't well, want. I don't like want to Google, but like it comes like on Columbus Day, it like comes up. Sure, sure. They're probably like, why is why is Google different today? And it just happens to be Columbus Day. <laughs> but anyways. So we go into that and then I... Google made their thing about Columbus Day? I don't know. Google does something for every day of the year. I'm assuming they did something for Columbus Day. I hope they did something for Native Americans and not Columbus. Maybe. I feel like at this point we've transitioned. But anyways, I do. It's from the Zinn Project, uh, which is uh, Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. It's really good. It's more focused on like social justice and injustice uh, in the U.S. And uh, it's a, a trial on Columbus, Columbus's men the Tainos Native Americans themselves for like allowing it to happen, the, the king and queen, and then the system of empire. And the charge for against all of them is the murder and mistreatment of millions of Tainos Native Americans. So then you group them up into those five groups of the defendants. You give them these uh, Zen Project sources uh, to every group, and then they have to... It's a trial simulation. So I actually had a dream that I found a gavel that I could have used for it. I need to get a gavel or something like that. Maybe run to a thrift store. Um, I don't think they're going to have gavels. That'd be so cool. Although, I don't know if it would be as appreciated. I think that's more for me. You should get one of those squeaky ones. Ooh, that would be good. But it would kind of lose the effect. I'm going to for sure... Just get a hammer. Or like a mallet. Yeah, I could do that. I'm going to for sure get the law and order... Uh, dun, dun, yeah. Dun, 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 no, no, not even that. Just the dun-dun... And like have it, have it on my clicker so I can just hit a button and it does it every time I switch to a different defendant. You should just keep the theme song playing throughout the whole class. Oh, that would infuriate me. It would, they would get distracted. I just watched that yesterday. I was gonna see how for long. like four hours. I was gonna see how long you were gonna go on that. I could go forever. Huh. Please. I don't. won't though. I'll spare you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, we're doing the uh the columbus trial and so that should be interesting to see how they how they do on it i literally told them and this is true they're either uh so let's say they're columbus for example there's four other defendants in the room they either need to plead innocent and prove that someone else is more guilty than them they have to have at least one that sticks or let's say they're uh columbus and they think i can't prove my innocence we're probably screwed they need to you know, plead guilty, but they need to drag someone down with them. So I've been telling them, go after as many people as you can because the defense of another group might get them off and they might be innocent. So if you're Columbus and you only go after Columbus's men, 
but Columbus's men find a way to get themselves proven innocent by the jury, because even I'm not the jury. I'm going to assign that to two students uh, that are working the hardest. Then they didn't drag anyone down with them, and they admitted their guilt. Or if they were trying to go for innocent, and they were trying to show someone else is more guilty, but they didn't do that, then clearly, guilty. So their grades dependent on that, and that really got them motivated. But I think they actually liked it, too, because it's not just like a lot of teachers do like a DBQ, which isn't a bad thing. But sometimes it's nice to give them like a task that's more realistic. Like if there's like a future lawyer in the room. That sounds like intense, that assignment. It can be intense. I, it's this, I can show you the sources. They're not that long. It's like a page even, if even. But it's like, it's like in like really small article paragraph form. So if you were to put it in actual paragraph form, it's maybe a paragraph per source. Mm-hmm. It's just fun to see. This will be my third time doing it. It's just fun to see how they frame their arguments because I've had Columbus be innocent and guilty. I've had Columbus's men innocent and guilty. It just depends on how well they argue uh, and present their their evidence. It should be fun. How do we get on Columbus Day? Uh, <laughs> how do we get here? <laughs> it's school know. related, so it is. Well, yeah, we've kind of had the the loose school related thing, but anyway. Want to talk about Harvey Weinstein? That's related to Yeah. Mine. Well, first, before we even get into Harvey Weinstein, uh, if the Cubs, so the NL, <laughs> the game one of the NLCS against the Dodgers is tonight, crazy game five in the NLDS. But do you know how excited I would be if they made it back to, I don't want to say it because I don't want to jinx it, but they just won last year. It's insane. They're like the first team in like five or six years that won the World Series to make it back to the NLCS. It's crazy. I'm so excited. I know you don't really. Um, any excuse to drink? Hey, that, that works. Well, it kind of helps that. Um, so you're from the South Side. but Technically, I feel like, I'm from the South Side. <laughs> but, when but, we, but I don't care. But when we started dating, it was, was that a year and a half now? A year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, uh, but exactly like it just passed. Yeah. I know. No, nah, something like that. a month. Okay. Well, Math anyways, is hard. but it between the two of us. <laughs> but uh, no. So uh, when we started dating, I took you to a Cubs game at Wrigley because you had never been, and we went to I went to three games the World Series. You went to two then, two mm-hmm. with me, right? So that really, and then we obviously watched the World Series, and I was dying when they were down in the world series, but it made for a really great time for me to introduce the Cubs. Yeah. It was a good time to you. To... Yeah. Cause all the hype and excitement, yeah. I would say you're more of a Cubs fan. I'll celebrate uh, anything. I don't really that's care. True. That's true. Well, like, uh, like I suddenly care about like sports when like the Hawks are in the playoffs. Is it playoffs? Yes. Right? Okay. You also didn't know that the NLDS and NLCS was the playoffs. You thought that's how you got to the playoffs? No, 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 no. I, I the World Series. Oh, when I, I can... said playoffs, I meant World Series. Yeah. So you. I were... mean, I was right technically, like in my mind. Yeah, like, I in knew your what mind, was happening. I just called it the wrong thing. In your mind doesn't mean you're right. I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, like um, I have to think of. I don't want to call him by his last name. Uh, Brian, last night, he mm-hmm. was talking about, he, he's, oh, a, yeah. he's a Sox fan. Because well, we I call never, him by his last name. Yeah, I had to think about it for a second. He was, he's a Sox fan, and he, shout out to Brian, by the way. He's probably not going to, like, 
Shout think. out to all the pair. Shout out, shout out to all the pair. Are you pair? AJ Collar. Anyways, uh, he's a Sox fan, but he was like, yeah, I don't root against the Cubs like most Sox fans do. Because there's, there's yeah, some Sox fans weird. that are they're just anti-Cub. That's all. They don't even like the Sox, probably. They're just anti-Cub. Yeah. Because uh, I, I feel like my buddy Peter, he is a Sox fan, a true Sox fan. And I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely talk shit to him about this uh, the next time he's on. But he's also a Cubs hater. Like the Cubs lost uh, game four. Yeah, that sent it to game five. Or no, it was game two where the Cubs lost because then Peter posted uh, some picture of an L flag because the Cubs <laughs> they they raise a W flag whenever they win. So naturally, those negative you know Cubs haters quote-unquote Sox fans they just like to take the negative spin on it which you know i can kind of empathize because their field is called guaranteed rate and they're in a rebuild they've been in a rebuild for a while and the logo for guaranteed rate is an arrow pointing down a red arrow pointing down you're so heated right now well your body language is getting all like intense (laughs) you're like holding the couch well i have to lean in i have to buy another boom stand for we weren't mic. even going to talk about the Cubs. We were going to talk about Harvey Weinstein. I know. I got, I got excited because it's so current. Like, I'm passionate about it. All right. So Harvey Weinstein, you go into this because this is your... Oh, boy. Oh, man. Gear up. Here she goes. So, I mean, every everyone probably knows what's happening, but Harvey Weinstein is disgusting and keeps grabbing and touching people. I would... Women, I think. It's all women as of right now. Hey, you never know. Did you see Terry Crews and uh, James Vanderbeek came out and said... The same thing happened. Well, not from Harvey Weinstein, but like Hollywood types like grabbed them. Terry Crews. Someone grabbed I Terry Crews's privates. I wouldn't mess with him. No. For, well, first, I wouldn't grab anyone because <laughs> that's weird. It's illegal. But um, I wouldn't mess with Terry Crews. He's first off, great guy. Second off, could kick your ass probably. His wife was literally standing next to him when. A, Who did it? He didn't say. That's true. Because he needs a job. Which so is the, which is the it's a double edged sword. Like you literally you come out and say something and then like because it, it's for sure happening all the time in Hollywood. Well like, yeah, it's such a I feel like that's just like like it's obvious that that's happening. First of all, it happens like to like normal people. Of course it's happening to money and power hungry well, like it's, it's such a boys Hollywood. Club. Yeah. So well James and then, Vanderbeek? Yeah. But he he said um, it happened to him several times, I think is what he said. And he said two of the people that did it have uh, been charged for similar things, and the other person's dead. So, Well, you know what sucks, though? Like, guys like Bill O'Reilly, Har- Harvey Weinstein, fired, but their severance is going to be years and years and years like, of salary. Did you see Fox News? Like, I can't believe that Harvey, like, and it's like Fox News is, like, <laughs> churning out the sexual assault. Yeah. It's insane. I was so happy when Bill O'Reilly finally got you know kicked because oh <laughs> fuck it we'll do it live <laughs> that's him um this thing fucking sucks i didn't even know that happened until you brought that up to me. <laughs> i think it's so fu- i hate bill o'reilly well yeah i love the worst i loved when like david letterman was still on the the late show uh for cbs and he just roasted <laughs> bill o'reilly and like o'reilly like could david letterman what's that i don't like david letterman why I don't know. He seems like the type to be grabby. See, I don't get that. But that's oh, also I get be, that vibe. He looks like also, a lizard. That's a, 
That's also because um, my family's always a fan of David Letterman. Like the Jay Leno versus David Letterman feud. I don't have anything against Jay Leno, but I side a little bit more with David Letterman. But that's because like late night, the few times that we would watch it when I was a kid, we watched it a little bit more when I got older. He would just be on. He was just like a, a sweet guy. And my mom's a nurse. And so when David Letterman had a heart attack or, or something related to his heart, I'm pretty sure it was a heart attack. He had to have like a valve replacement or something. He had the entire nursing staff on his show. And he was like crying, thanking them and stuff. So I, I think he's a sweet guy. He has a show coming out on Netflix. He's coming mm, out. I get a grabby vibe. Hmm. Well, I feel like I can sense these things. Hmm. <laughs> Hey, women's intuition is a real thing, but yeah. I, I hope you're wrong. I've been I've been grabbed by my fair share of creepy dudes. What? Oh, like at bars and stuff. Yeah, well, but you choke them out. Yeah, because you're. I do actually do that. Crazy person. That's well. Don't though. touch me. Yeah. Oh my god, it, it sets me off. It sets I'll me off. I I've choked. I've. Um, this is when I'm not there, by the way. Like it's like I, if I were there, <laughs> I would do something. You would be choking them. But <laughs> first of all, the well, la- the most recent one I would get was them off. I a wouldn't kill them. Rick Moranis looking dude. He was like four feet tall. Which one's Rick Moranis? Um, from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and also Ghostbusters. <laughs> 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 he looked like Rick Moranis, I swear to God. Steve Buscemi. He walked past, first of all, he walked past me and then rubbed his genitals on me as he did it. And I said, That's disgusting. I said, don't rub your dick on me ever again. I said that to his face. And then he's mute. He, he never said a word. And he was just like hovering. And then like two seconds later, I felt a grab on my behind mm, and I turn around cool. and he's there. He's the only person that's there. And I said, did you just touch me? Oh, you and Matt then. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, wait, let me finish the story. I turn around and said, did you just grab me? And he's like, look, he, he ignores me and then looks around like it could possibly be anyone else. And so I reached my hand out and we're like outside. And so there's a wall and I push him against the wall and I go to start, you know, choking he slithers out of my grab because he's four feet tall and can just wiggle out of there and just runs out. And then me and Matt just chase him out of the bar. Shout out to Matt, by the way. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. I think, he, I think he more just chased me so to make sure I didn't kill someone. Yeah, that's true. See, if I were there, I wouldn't kill anyone. I would just throw him off and tell him to like fuck off because. Oh, that's not enough. You got to teach him a lesson. I feel like, especially if this kid is four feet tall and skinny, I feel like I would intimidate him. He wasn't very I'm clearly, skinny. I would say he's a bit chunky. I could take him down. I could take him down. That's how small he was. So I feel like I would intimidate them, especially if I rip him off. You know. But it's more fun for me to do it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you like Because it. when a guy does it, it's like, oh. It's a boy. But when a girl fights back, oh, they learn their lesson. Or they probably don't. It, they're men probably not they, they don't they never learn. learn that sucks though yeah they don't learn um how do we get there oh harvey, harvey weinstein. weinstein yeah um well like big people are coming out meryl like, streep meryl streep that's as, as big as you i can... don't th- no i don't think he did anything to her but like angelina jolie gwyneth paltrow ashley judd rose mcgowan um yeah these are all huge kate beckinsale when she was 17 oh oh cara delavine she's a lesbian he forced her into his hotel room and forced her like did he didn't how is he not in jail because he has money he he got like someone like sued him or did something and he paid off the da that sounds right yeah 
Only ten thousand dollars. I feel like that's not a lot. That's not a lot at all, even back then. When it it wasn't even that long ago. It was like the two thousands, I think. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um. Well, then what did what was Meryl Streep saying about it? Well, she's worked with them. She was probably saying like, "Hey, this is a garbage person." Oh. Because everyone in Hollywood knew about it. Well, there they would like women. Other women would warn them. Would warn people going in for meetings like, "Hey, he does this. Like, be careful." Oh. Well, then there was that one. Like people that have been like, because he's a producer, right? Yeah. People that have been like their their programs or movies, whatever the hell it was, they've been like condemning him. Like I'm ashamed. And then still playing say, all his work. Well, yeah, because he got. It's. I mean, that's that's a little hard. Like, how do you? Right. Because he produced it, but it, like so many other people put their effort into it. So how do you like? Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> my throat just. Like I know. I, I thought we were just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> my throat just like farted. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, I'm not editing that out. That's gonna stay. Well, it's kind of like so. Like Michael Jackson, clearly great performer. You know, very talented, good music. But there's a real sour taste because you know. Well, first off, everyone knew he was probably doing something sketchy with children but then literally what was it two years ago that they actually found evidence in the wonderland i thought that they no i thought that it was just like the footage was released because they because it was right they knew it was like grainy footage they knew about it early whenever yeah but it confirmed it so it's like i was already sketched out by him we also don't know if that i mean because it's it's hard because the story about that like the kid who uh, was the one who like accused him and stuff had uh, kept changing his story. Like he'd say, my mom told me to say this. So like that's kind of hard, but like there have been like in like other, like with the Macaulay Culkin, like him sleeping in the same bed. Even if he didn't do anything, that's creepy. Yeah. That's not a thing that's ever acceptable. Like grown ass man. Yeah. No, that's weird. And a kid. So I don't know if you ever, cause we don't know if that footage is real. Because you can easily fake all, it. All I'm saying, though, is it's like there was that vibe, and yeah. now it's more plausible, is the word. Yeah. And so it's like, well, shit. How do I like appreciate what he used to do before? Or maybe he was doing it all along. I, like it, it, it's not a good look. It makes me feel kind of weird. I don't have, you know, that much Michael Jackson in my iTunes, but what it kind of ooh. I have like the you're classics. missing some box. I mean, I, I have, I know all the songs, but it, it just, it has a, it kind of creeps me out. Kind of like a, the Harvey Weinstein type of thing. Like I'm still. Yeah. But know, like you wouldn't know like a Harvey Weinstein produced movie, like just looking at it. I'm not saying for me, I'm saying it's like the same thing. So like I'm a consumer of, you know, Michael Jackson's music in that example. But now that I know about it, it kind of ruins it for me. So if mm-hmm. I have a show that was produced and funded by Harvey Weinstein, yeah. it's like, oh, thank you for that. I need this job. I want to be yeah, successful in my so career. Hard. But it's kind of and like ruined. it's not like he's the only person putting in work on it. Like there's like yeah. the actors, the direct for the crew, like people like put their time, their effort, and the creative energy into something, and he's just like taking a giant dump on it by right. just being gross. But it's like, do you want to be associated with that? Kind of like. Did you ever watch Breaking Bad? Great show. Mm-hmm. Like how, uh, what was it, Gray Industries? Yeah, it, it was Gray White Industries, Walter White's character, uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston's character, Walter White, sorry. 
he wants to be bought out because he has to start his family and stuff like that. And then as soon as that happens, the company takes off. But because, you know, eventually, so he's not a part of it. So they changed the name. But then ultimately when it comes out that Walter White is a drug dealer, the whole premise of the show, spoiler alert, sorry. Um, yeah, as if you didn't know what was going to happen. But still, some people are still watching it. It's a great show. Well, that's their fault if they listen to spoilers at this point. Yeah. Well, but anyways, they they go on like some talk show after it comes out that he is Heisenberg. And uh, they basically condemn him and they say oh, he didn't even have that much to do with the starting of our company, which isn't true. And so it's like you want to distance yourself from it. And it's like, well, how do you do that with someone as big as Harvey Weinstein? Or how do you do that with, you know, like my example, like it's Michael Jackson. Like it's tricky. I don't know how it works. You see, there's a good example. I think it was USC. Like Harvey Weinstein donated like a whole bunch of money for scholarships for female directors. And they're like, obviously not taking the money. But like he those people who were <laughs> those kind of those like people were getting like, scouted. Yeah, I know. It sucks both ways. Yeah. You can't win. That's so uh glad I'm not involved in that. <laughs> anyway. Well, uh I guess to What a nice note to end it on. Uh, yeah. Ooh. I guess to kind of close it out, um that is a dark note to, to end it on. I don't wanna I don't wanna take it to a darker place. Um, you no. want to get darker? <laughs> I mean, the thunder stopped. We gotta, we gotta balance it's not out spooky the anymore. lack of the. Yeah, right. Um, no, I think uh, it, I do want to mention though that it was it was during that pep rally that I mentioned the student versus staff game. It was really cool to see all the student support. Like, it's a small school. I didn't realize that every student in the building knew me, even though I I only have about half of them. Um, but it was cool to see like the support or like the the fun kind of, you know, trash talk uh, from the other team, even though the game lasted three minutes when I was wearing girls' sweatpants uh, that we found in a storage closet, which was great. But uh, it was it was really cool to see that. It was really encouraging, even though the, you know, probably could use a little bit more organization. Um, so I, I do hope they should be at their, their homecoming is this weekend. So I think they are doing that tonight. I'm not sure what time. Uh, so I do hope they have fun with that. But it was cool to kind of see how, even though there's plenty of things going wrong in education, there's struggles in the school. It's been really cool to see how they still come together. They still have a great time. Everybody knows everybody, which can be good, can be bad. But uh, in this case, it was good. It was a good environment for the pep rally. It was, uh, it was interesting, uh, but it was all around. It was a lot of fun. So um, I would ask if you want to plug anything, but we got to keep this kind of anonymous. But is there anything else that you wanted to add, Katie? Men are trash. It's <laughs> such a. I feel like that was the theme can of you, this can, podcast. Can you do something like a little more like upbeat or something? Women are great. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, so I think, and don't quote me on this, but I think next week I uh, should be having on. Uh, you'll see Peter again. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, and then we're actually gonna get a new guest, uh, my friend Barb who is actually teaching in an alternative school, which is near and dear to my heart because I basically used to teach in an alternative school slash psych facility. Uh, so it should be fun to hear about her experience. You know, again, sit down, have a couple of drinks and unwind before the weekend uh, for that next episode of Classroom Group. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe, rate, subscribe, rate, and review uh, Classroom Brew in the podcast app or iTunes. 
see if I'll get this into Google Play or something like that. For now, it's just on iTunes uh, and the podcast app. So this was episode four of Classroom Brew. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.